What up, y'all? It's your boy, Jazzamar, again, with another bonus episode for you of The Great Overthinker. Now, back on Mother's Day of 2021, I sat down and had a talk with Tim about the Black church. And for those who know about the Black church or have been part of the Black church, um, yes, it's a pretty big topic. So in planning it, I was trying to figure out, you know, what direction do we go in and, you know, what aspects of the church I want to talk about. And I ultimately decided to just go with the flow. So I think uh, a lot of good things and some cool things just came out of that conversation. So shout out to Tim for just going with me and, and going with the flow. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, you get to hear a little bit about how the Black church has impacted us in the past, how it impacts us now, and kind of get our takes on how it has impacted culture overall. So without further ado, here's another bonus episode for you entitled Black Church Rising. Enjoy. Big, big welcome to Tim. What up, Tim? Yo, what's the deal, Jazz? What's going on, man? Chilling, man. How you doing today? Pretty good, no complaints. Uh, it's Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to all the, the moms out there, all the earths, if you will. Right. Uh, you know, we appreciate everything you do. Yeah. Do you do anything special? No. So it's kind of funny. Um, I live in uh, the Los Angeles area now, right? And my parents still live in the Bay Area. So no. my wife's mom, she lives in Atlanta. So nah, I'm just chilling. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm literally just chilling. I'm enjoying it, not going to lie. I feel it, yeah. Same here. My um, my mom is in Louisiana, so yeah, it's it's far. We sent her something, but yeah, it's been really chill. You know, have the conversations and things like that, but yeah. And also, COVID does, still doesn't really help because there's so many limited right. things you can do now. So yeah. yeah, but the Mother's Day rush sucks though. Like even like let's say my mom was in town, then I gotta go do dinner. Then I gotta go do breakfast. Yeah, and, and wait in all these lines and do I like I don't really like that kind of stuff anyway. Like I prefer to do stuff at home on those kind of holidays, regardless. So yeah. you know, if I can just send you know something in my stead and it's still appreciated, then I might go that route from now on. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Cool. So now we're gonna go into just who is Tim. So tell us, you know, what you want us to know about you. Yeah. Uh, so as I mentioned before. Uh, my name's Tim. I am born and raised uh, in the Bay Area. Uh, my mom is from Compton. My dad is from Cincinnati. So uh, definitely growing up, I got to spend quite a bit of time like in both of those places, like visiting family and things like that. Uh, and I never realized like how cool that was until uh, I guess I met like other people who you know didn't necessarily travel as much. Um, uh, for me, I, I, I grew up... Uh, being a musician, so, you know, just learning in church, uh, learning different instruments and things like that. So I've always connected with music. Uh, my favorite genre of music is hip-hop. Like, I think it is the greatest of genre, greatest genre of music ever made. Mm -hmm. like, I don't think there's anything better or anything that uh, can compete with it at this point in time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. Like, uh, for the most part, since uh, LA's been closed, I have been spending most of my time indoors getting back on the PlayStation. Uh, yeah. I work in tech, so I do find, you know, a lot of that stuff uh, interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I'm always advocating for uh, more, you know, uh, African-Americans to work in tech. So if you're ever looking to get into that, uh, find a way to hit me up and I'll see if I can help you out. Um, I think it's super beneficial. 
Uh, and that's kind of a big part about me now. Now that I yeah. think about it a lot. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, got a wife. She's awesome. Um, <laughs> would definitely, uh, you know, support, uh, you know, getting married and um, getting married to a black woman because it seems like there's extra benefits there. So hey. you know, that's, all, that's all I've been married to. So that's all I know. That's so funny. But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much me, though. Like, that's, you know, pretty simple guy. <laughs> I love it. That's not simple. That's that's a, a complex, beautiful guy. <laughs> I love it. I was going to ask you, well, how long have y'all been married? Uh, it'll be a year in June. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you. for sure, for sure. So now we're going to get, well, before we get into the overthought for today, um, obviously, you're on The Great Overthinker. So before we start, I just want to know, do you consider yourself an overthinker? Um, You know, I, I think recently, yes. And by recently, probably within like the last, like, I guess the beginning of the pandemic, because mm-hmm. I have just, like, I, I can sit and it, like i remember when i used to be able to like if even if something offended me right like someone could say something to me and maybe they'd just be like oh man they just took a shot at me but i could just like be like i ah, don't like mm-hmm. just brush it off and probably never even think about it again mm-hmm. but now like if someone does it like i can literally sit on it for days and be uh-huh. like oh, okay well what if i would have said that or oh well they, they might have rebuttaled with this or well would i be wrong for so-? like just overthinking the whole situation and just just let it keep going and going and going and even with, you know, different topics and, you know, stuff that's going on out there, like I'll sit and be like, oh, well, you're telling me that there's this new vaccine out here that people are getting. Well, what if that new vaccine is actually an old vaccine that we've been having? <laughs> right? Like just overthinking yes. Like yes. it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to, you know, like logically line up. Like it's just something where I was like, hmm, this seems like it would be fun to think about. Let's take the next 72 towers. <laughs> oh my gosh. So oh my, yeah, yeah, definitely I've now an overthinker. <laughs> I got you. How do you get out of that? Do you just like, you know, do you talk to your wife? Do you like, how do you, what steps do you take to like, okay, I got to move past this? You know, I don't know. Like, I think most times I I just, I guess I think of all the possible situations that I can and I can't take it any further. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, uh, man, I wish I had like a good example, but like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think. It's rare that I just like stop like an hour in and just go, oh yeah, this makes no sense to continue to do. Like mm-hmm. I, I almost like I enjoy doing it sometimes where I'm like, okay, well, let's just let's just play it out in my head. Like let's see, like if I teach this person how to drive and then they get a car and then da 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 da, and I will just like just something basic like that. I'll just keep it going until you know I've run out of possible ideas and I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's back to work. <laughs> like yeah, got yeah, you. I don't know. Got you. I mean. You know I've been there, so <laughs> look. Sometimes there's not an answer. It's like, look, yeah, we're just gonna figure yeah. it out. So I feel yeah. it. So today's overthought, um, we're gonna be talking about a pretty big subject, but I kind of want to narrow it down so we don't be here for hours. But I want to talk about the Black Church. Um, there's so many directions we can go with this, as I said, and I don't want to really get into necessarily like. Christianity and beliefs and things like that, um, it's going to come up for sure, but it's more so we know growing up in the Black church that there, you know, well, outside of that, there are many different types of Christians, but when you step into a Black church, it's, it's very, very different. There's a different feel, a different vibe, and that culture 
comes with you or stays with you if you are um, immersed in the black church in some way. And even if you're not, you know, some kind of way it, it has an impact on black culture as a whole. So I kind of want to talk about that um, regarding the black church. So that's what we're going to get into. Does that sound okay. good? Let's do it. Cool, cool. So my first question for you is just what has been your experience in the black church with the black church and, you know, what are your likes and dislikes? All right. So my experiences in the black church. So uh, I've been in the black church my whole life. I have not ever been a member of, uh, you know, another church, right? Like, let's just put it that way. Um, and it was something that I grew up in and like my parents, uh, they, you know, taught us to kind of be, uh, pretty, you know, I don't want to say religious, but we were raised, you know, to believe in Jesus Christ and everything like that. And so we were in church literally like three times a week, mm-hmm. right? So like that would be, I think, every single week. Like that, it, it is what it was. There was no, I didn't want to go. There was no, well, can I just, hey, there was nothing. Like mm-hmm. I had no choice, was forced to go, right? So I do remember as a kid, I hated it. Uh, I hated everything about it. Um, just because I always felt like there was other things we could be doing and we did it so much. Like I just wanted to kind of see what else was out there, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, but now as I'm older, I would say my experience in the black church was, I think, pretty normal, right? I think a lot of people kind of go through the same things that I went through where, um, you know, if you grow up in the black church and that's all you know, well, you're either going to attach to it, right? And be mm-hmm. really, really happy or you're going to, you know, maybe disassociate it, uh, disassociate yourself from it for a long time and then come back or disassociate yourself from it forever, you can only really be like one of those three things. And for me, I was someone who, you know, disassociated myself from it and ended up coming back because I, I liked it. I liked what it became. But for me to get there, I had to, uh, I guess, realize that, well, the black churches I saw it wasn't the black church that I had to be. Right. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have to like if I like I could believe what I believe, believe the same as them, but I didn't have to act like them. I didn't have to be them. Uh, I didn't have to, you know, necessarily agree with everything that they were taught and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I dislike about uh, the black church is kind of the groupthink mentality at times. Um, a lot of times people look at, uh, especially when it comes to church, they look at it as, okay, well. What'd you call that? Sorry, a groupthink. Um, just like, group hey, think. we're all just going to think like this because, you know, this is, my grandma did it this way. Her grandma did it this way. Uh, the grandma before her did it this way and my mom, and her mom's mom, mom's mom did it this way. So we're just mm-hmm. going to continue to do this this way. And it's like, well, that's fine. I understand the sentiment. I understand the, you know, the mentality of tradition and things of that nature. But uh, you have to realize that, you know, uh, the world's progressing every year, right? Technology is advancing. People are, you know, their, their brains are advancing. People are getting smarter every single year, right? Because mm-hmm. there's more information out there for them to just get at the palm of their hands. So. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I, I, I dislike is sometimes the church is not, the black church in particular is not ready to change. And we can kind of see that too when you look at some of the other uh, churches that are out there. Some of, like, let's say maybe some of the uh, Caucasian like megachurches and things like that. Like a lot of them, they cater to their demographic and they cater to the younger demographic. Like when you look at it now, like a lot of those kinds of churches have what, like, you know, the, the nice ambiance, right? Like the, the darker, you know, lighting because, hey, we want it to be more like a, a concert atmosphere, like an atmosphere of like, you know, you're not only coming here to, you know, uh, worship and do all of these things, 
but we want it to be something you enjoy, right? We want the lights to be low. We want the little fog machine and things of that nature. <laughs> the black church is just like, well, you know, we want to be here for three hours. <laughs> and if it's anything less than three hours, that, it ain't really churching, you know? And yeah. that's a very like old kind of way to, to do things. If, if you believe that, hey, only, we can only do it this way if it's going to be good. It can, it's got to be three hours long or else it's a wash. Right, like that, that's pretty old. So that's one thing. I th- that's probably my biggest thing that I dislike about uh, the church is just the, the they're not really as willing to change at times. Like we've we've seen a lot of the black churches get better though, uh, mostly because they had no choice, right, during COVID. Um, so I guess that, like I said, that's that's kind of my main thing I dislike. It's just kind of the groupthink and the the unwillingness to change at times. Uh, the things I like, I like the 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 culture in the sense of. Uh, what it is like that sense of community like uh that, that, that's kind of um it's a big thing in the in the black church right is that hey like if we we all go to the same church you, you're almost like family right like we you're supposed to uh treat your your family members and church members like almost the same like hey these we worship mm-hmm. together you know we'll fellowship together outside of church and things like that uh, i really enjoy that about the black church i enjoy the music especially being a musician like the, the black church, like I said, it kind of goes back to the hip hop thing where they'll let you come in and experiment with the music. Like mm-hmm. if, if this is, you know, a, a bass line or something that's jumping on whatever song and whatever famous pop, whatever, you can bring it here and throw it in here too. Like if it sounds good and, you know, it's going to be uh, used in our, you know, praise and worship or choir or whatever, like pretty much you'll, you know, get a chance to do that. So I, I do like that. Um what else do I like about the Black Church? Um, hmm. I don't know. I can't think of anything else that really stands out outside of uh, those like two things. Because everything else that I guess I would like about the Black Church, I would assume I would like about other churches too if I went there, right? Because yeah. I'm kind of at a disadvantage because, like I said, I've never been to. Uh, well, I've been, but I've never been a member of like you know any other churches or anything like yeah. that that were not predominantly black but i would assume that they're all doing like pretty much the same thing right like i like being able to go places and learn uh about you know the bible and learn about scripture and trying to take scripture and put it to my modern day problems right like that's that's fun for me but i would assume that that's also what everyone else is kind of doing that's an assumption you never know but yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) did you (laughs) um just to confirm did you say you're attending the same church you've always attended or are you saying you've only oh no 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 yeah no, so yeah, I, I've only been a member of Black Church. So the church I attend gotcha. now is not the church that I grew up attending. For gotcha. me, I, uh, I, I, I just had to, I had to shake. Like that, that's just I the bottom it. line. I, I couldn't do it. Um, you know, not that like it's something that was going on at the church that I didn't like or anything. But I think for me, uh, for me to grow, I had to go somewhere else, right? Like you know, like if you work a job and. Sometimes it's like, all right, well, this job has been fun, but I want to see what's on the other side of this wall. Like, let's see, right? Like, let's let's go out. I'll probably be able to grow a little more out there. So yeah, that's that's basically what happened. Cool, got you. Yeah, I feel like I have a hmm. Actually, I don't know if I have a similar story because I I would imagine your experience being a musician is very different than um, just a member, like a regular member. I know for me growing mm-hmm. up, I, you know, I went to church. Uh, my family went to church. We didn't go like every single like Wednesday, Thursday. Like it wasn't like multiple, multiple times throughout the week. 
but we definitely went on Sunday. It felt like more of a um, collective family thing. I mean, you know, my, my stepdad has a pretty big family, so it's like you're just going to service with family. So it's just like something that you do. Um, I don't know if I, I wouldn't say I disliked it. It was just something that I did. I wouldn't say, or I would say it wasn't until college for me, you know, I joined uh, um, a gospel choir and that started my own individual journey with, with God and spirituality and, you know, being, you know, a Christian and all this other stuff. So, um, yeah, it wasn't until college that I, I really figured out, okay, what is my path? And I started going to a church that at that time, they were just saying things that I had never heard of in church. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And, you know, there was scripture and everything to back it up. And it was great for the time or for where I was at that time, um, stepping into myself and trying to figure out, you know, who I was um, as a person, as a person spiritually as well. And then I got to a point where like, okay, I need to go somewhere else, but then I couldn't find anywhere else that was kind of giving me what I needed, you know? So I went a while without a church and I found a church that was really cool. And then pandemic hit. So that also changed the dynamics of church because if you want to go or not, you just can't go. And, you know, it allowed me the chance to like sit with myself and figure out, well, what is the black church to me and what is church to me in general? And it's been a, a cool place to, to think about when you are out of, or when you come out of a, what's the word I'm looking for? When you come out of a situation where you are just doing it out of routine. So like I'm going every yeah, Sunday, I'm going every Sunday, I'm going every Sunday. Yeah. So when you break that routine, you can look at that routine and like, well, how's that routine factoring into my life? How's it adding to my life? So I think this time it's given me the chance to really just think about those things and, and figure out what's next for me and, you know, my walk and all those things. So it's been really cool. Um, my next question for you though, is kind of related to the same thing. Um, is how do you feel the black church specifically contributed to your, your identity? Um, identity is in like who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's rephrase the question. Let's say, what aspects of the church, the Black church, do you feel has contributed to maybe parts of your identity? I'll say that. Okay. I can um, start, too. I can give you an example. Yeah, no, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, let's do <laughs> so, it. like, for me, like, the, the, the two things that stick out in my head is um, the sense of community. And this is something that I carry with me outside of church. Like, when I think about the types of relationships that I want to have. I think the idea of community, maybe not the exact way I would carry it out, came from church coming together mm -hmm. for whatever this common cause is. Um, you know, there's church events, there's actual church, there's, you know, Bible study, whatever those things are, and trying to come to a higher understanding. And I think a lot of our relationships are beyond us. You know, they're not just, I'm relating to someone because I want to. There's usually a higher purpose. And I think being in church 
this black church in particular has taught me that. I'll also say um, understanding in general that there's just something greater than you. And that looks very different from very different people. But, mm -hmm. you know, through the, the, the word and people, you know, preaching to me or, you know, me hearing certain sermons, you know, you may hear a word or so. And there hasn't been too many uh, times in my life where it's been a super, super impactful word. I feel that um, there has been times where I'll hear something and it changes the course of at least how I think about something, which in turns changes how I act and my identity and things like that. So it may not even be not necessarily tied to the church, like, you know, anything like that. Some, most yeah. of the times the things that really impact me are these, these bigger words that is delivered when it's talking about how just to live regular life. And I'm like, oh, that's a different way to think about it. Let me apply that to my life. I may not say at this church, but I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave with something great, you know? So it doesn't, right. you know, I, I don't, the outcome doesn't mean like you're super ties to that church or to that pastor or anything like that. But I do think there are certain elements of the church being that a lot of us are like, we, we just grew up in the church all the time. I think it's hard to separate and say like, there aren't influences by the church in our regular life, whether we want to say it or not. So it could even just be how we approach <laughs> certain comedy or whatever. It's like only things people yeah. in church are going to get, no, or in the black church specifically are going to get. Other people are going to get that. And there's a certain yeah. level of community that comes with that. So that's kind of like my, my example of how I think the black church has influenced my identity um, and how I'm still trying to break at least from the religious part of it where you know you have to do these things in order to be this type of person um yeah that's not really my vibe at all but you know it's just hard to say those things don't influence me even though i may not be engulfed in that world the same way i was before yeah okay um so i'm gonna piggyback off of you said uh i, I want to take yeah. the two things that you said also um, like community uh, is a big thing. Um, I want to kind of go like into like the friend and like family department, like I said, because it, what that is something as the black church has taught me and I didn't even realize how to kind of treat, you know, friends, how you bring people in, um, how you're supposed to, you know, care for them and things of that nature. Uh, that is something that uh, the, the black church has essentially taught me and I still do that to this day. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, the, the sense of community in the black church, like it, it, that's a, uh, that's a pretty big deal. Um, yeah. Like, if, I feel like if you don't have that sense of community, you're kind of missing out on the black church experience, right? Like, if you go to like a church just because it's closest to you, but you hate everybody there, like you're 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 not even getting the full benefits of like something that uh, you could, and it could be you know pretty life changing in a way. Um, another thing that uh, like you mentioned. Uh, how, you know, you haven't heard too many, like, messages and things that, like, stick with you. Um, I'm kind of the same way, but the church has taught me, this, the Black church specifically has taught me um, to really care about real-world application, right? Like, mm. things are happening, lessons can be learned, but how can I apply that to what's going on in the world now and something I might face within the next seven days before I come back? 
right? Like, you know, it's easy to tell, you know, stories in the Bible and how, oh, this person waited on the Lord and he supplied and yada, yada, yada. And oh yeah, Alicia did this and he did that. It's like, okay, that's great. That's wonderful. How do I apply this, you know, on Tuesday when I have this staff meeting stand up with my boss and he tripping, right? Like, how do I apply it in the real world, you know, when my wife is at home and she tripping and I, I just feel like I got to go out and drink myself to death, right? Like, yeah. so real world application is another thing that the black church has kind of taught. Like, and that's something I look for. Like when I go, you know, even when I joined the church, I joined here. Um, I Well, first, I already knew the pastor uh, already. But I know that he was like someone who was really about real world application because that's something that you're really going to need, you know, like all throughout the week. Um, yeah, I think I think those things have really formed my identity uh, because those are the things I, I tap into constantly, like Monday through Sunday, right? Like I'm I'm tapping into yeah. if I'm learning something on the job. Okay, how can I use this outside of the job? How does this platform, you know, translate to my personal life? Or, you know, things like yeah. that. So yeah, definitely like those okay. those two things for sure. Got you. So that kind of feeds into my next question, which is like, you know, if I know we both watched this. Um, There's this documentary on PBS that came out a few months ago um, on the Black Church. I forgot the name of it. I'll, you know, put it. I think that's so what it's called. Find it. The Black what church. was it called? I, th I think that's what it's called. It's like the Black Church. Oh, um, well, keep it simple. Um, but in that particular documentary, they kind of talk about the history of the Black church and how around the time of the civil rights era, the church was just a really big part of the success of that. And, you know, my question is just, you know, well, outside of that, let me go back. But with that, the church, the Black church, the Black church in particular was having influence on a lot of political things um community things in general uh you know a lot of the segregation and racist things that are happening just a big part in moving the culture forward and you know there are people that may not feel that the black church has the same impact on the black community specifically as they may have had then some people think uh they really do like the black church is really involved in you know doing this, some of the same things that they were doing back then. So my question to you is just, do you think the black church has the same um, kind of, or would you say, do you think the black church is still a major staple in the black community as it was, um, let's say back around the time of the civil rights era? Okay, so good question. Um, I have a follow-up too, depending on your answer. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna give a little behind the scenes action, right? Like so okay. I, I knew that a question like this similar was coming up, right? Because obviously of course. speak to you before we record. Um and I decided it is the great overthinker podcast. So I am not going to look up any statistics or any answers. I'm going to overthink this, right? Like that's just <laughs> what I'm gonna do. So yeah. my answer is no. I do not think it's as uh it has as big of a grasp on the culture as it once did uh, during, you know, especially like Jim Crow era, right? Um, one of the reasons being, I think African-Americans uh, don't need the black church the way they needed the black church back then, right? Like there are so many more things you can be doing. There are so many other churches that you can be joining, right? Like one of the main reasons we had the black church is because why? There were no other churches for us to go to, right? So no, I don't think they have the same hold, even politically, 
right? Like uh, you mentioned, you know, they were a big part of the civil rights movement. Um, now with the black church, there are even different, uh, not that there's like one right side or a wrong side, but you know, sometimes you're going to go to a black church in a certain area and guess what? They're going to be leaning towards the left. Another time you're going to go to a church in a black area and they're going to be, you know, old school and leaning towards the right. Uh, Mm -hmm. so yeah, like, but even then, right? Like when's the last time you've seen a president like run for office and they're like, oh, well got to make the black church stops, right? Like gotta, gotta go into the black churches. Yeah. Like it's been a while. And the last guy who did that was black. (laughs) So, you know, it kind of made sense. Um, but yeah, no, they, they definitely don't have a, a hold on the culture or the community, the American culture community, uh, in the way that they once did. But, you know, it, it's a lot of aspects of like, it's a lot of things that go into the reason of why they don't, you know, like, uh, like, I, I don't, I mean, I was going to say, I don't look at it as like, it's their fault. Because uh, a part of it is, like I said, you know, when you're not willing to kind of uh, advance with time and uh, grow accordingly to see how things are moving and make those changes. Um, that can kind of uh, hurt you, but um, yeah, no, they definitely don't have the same. Not yeah. to me. No, I guess you. I, I mean, I would agree. I think. I mean, we are definitely in a different time, and I think it depends on maybe the church you're talking about. So, like you know, we're today we're talking about the church, the black church in general. So obviously, there could be churches out there, like grassroots and doing you know what they need to do to make sure that um the people are taken care of you know whatever that looks like um but i think it's just becoming more and more challenging you know because i don't know if there's the same sense of community and like you said earlier but um depending on the church for certain needs i don't i don't think that is a thing so if yeah the black community isn't looking to the black church as maybe the same resource as they saw before their dependency on them regarding bigger issues may go down. I'm not really sure. I think there's many, many things that we could talk about regarding like, what is the reason behind that? Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think there is a possible solution for that? Um, a possible solution. Um, yeah, yeah, for the black, yeah, to um, get the black church, you know, back into black culture, or is it, or as a main, you know, point of black culture, or do you think? Yeah. Um, and also, I'm not pushing any agenda. I'm just saying, oh, yeah, know, yeah, we we know what the church was. Uh, we yeah. kind of talked about some of the things as far as what the church has been to us in our lives. It's part of that, part of um, maybe the separation, or are there other factors? So just want to know what you thought on what the possible solution may be if, in fact, you know, the goal for the Black churches is to be, you know, a major staple in the community. Yeah, like, I I, I mean, a solution, um, I guess one could be, because so okay, this is just me overthinking, right? Going off the top of my head, my my main thing that would be like, oh well, this would bring it back is out of necessity, right? Like if there was a necessary struggle going on and we needed like uh, a base, right? We needed roots. We would we would have to tie back into the black church because that would be the thing that ties us kind of all together throughout 
uh, the country the same way kind of they did in the civil rights era. But I'm trying to think of like, what would I want? Like, how, how would you do it without like it having to be a necessity, right? Without someone having to be, uh, continue to be oppressed to a point where a group has to get together and be like, no, this is wrong. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, but I, that's the case now, I guess like, is it not? Um, give me I mean, an example. Like, so like, what's, what's a, what's a good, like, I guess, movement. So like, let's, 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 let's try and like tie it into like, so what, what can be our civil rights era kind of thing? Like if the civil rights was kind of like the, 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 the foundation of how the black church kind of was able to grow and like really, you know, get a grasp on the community, what would be our foundation now? Yeah. Well, in my opinion, I think that is the thing. I think when, you know, you have people who are specifically black people who are dying <laughs> at the hands right. of like stupidity. <laughs> and, and it's proven that, you know, this isn't a fair treatment across the board for other, you know, groups, you know, I think that is enough. I, I think the issue is as big as people want to make the issue. So, you know, when we're talking about issues surrounding the black community, there's always something that, you know, needs attention. And you can even segment that stuff. There's so many things. And I think mm-hmm. the church as a whole has to, I mean, if the purpose again is for the church to, to be kind of what they were back in the day, there back back then there was a sense of urgency behind these things. And it, you know, if they didn't feel like it was urgent or important enough, we still would be, you know, how we were back then. But there's a a sense of like, okay, this is something we have to do. Let's come together and figure out what that looks like and um, show love. You know, that's the main thing in the, in the church. And I, and also you have to keep in mind too, a lot of these people who were, you know, religious pastors and things like that were, were very radical. Like they'll, they'll be out there, they'll march, they'll do the things that they need to do to show solidarity in these cases. I don't know if that's what a lot of pastors are doing, but I mean, there's a level two of action that comes along with that, that I don't know if the church, the black church has that right now as a whole. So again, this is not saying there aren't churches doing things or there aren't churches who have pastors are in the streets, but it's about the, 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 the unity part and us being on the same page. I think that's been very yeah. difficult. And also when you think about, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going like on, 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 but no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. also I realize, or what I think is there's a, as black people have become more, hmm, maybe part of the middle class or even higher, like those things mm-hmm. starts to create division within the community, that which would make be it something I bring up. All right. <laughs> But it definitely will, make, will create division within church or even the dependency on church. So maybe the higher up you go, you may be like, I don't really need the church anymore. Again, this is mm-hmm. not saying this is, this is the case for everyone, but I think maybe back then there was a collective, I don't know, synergy around the church that made people feel like, A, we have to go to church. Um, there's safety, there's growth, there's community there. And also they're going to have our backs as we make these uh, political movements that are so necessary for our lives. 
Um, I just don't know if that is the collective mindset of people. I mean, I am, I have my own thoughts when it comes to the black church and my participation in the black church and stuff like that, that may be different than someone else's. Um, but that's another thing. Like my thoughts are going to be different than someone else's thoughts and someone else's Mm -hmm. thoughts. And I think back then there may have been more people thinking the same way because more people were in the same kind of situation. I think ultimately, you know, our conversation is, I mean, for me, I'm not, I don't have anything really bad to say per se. I think it's more about our individual experiences um, and what we feel led to do. And I think kind of going to my other point, as far as people maybe not being in the same situation, I think even mentally, we're not in the same situation as well. You know, I know a lot of people who, you know, mm-hmm. and me included, I mean, I, I'm really into my direct, my, my, my direct uh, relationship with God and what does that look like? And what is he telling me to do as an individual? And that may look yeah. crazy to some people. Like, why are you doing that? That doesn't make any yeah. sense. Or they may even use Bible verses against me. That this yeah. Bible verse says whatever. I'm like, well, I am connected. And, you know, mm-hmm. this is what God is telling me to do. And I'm going to do it yeah. regardless. So I think the more that people are tapping into those direct conversations, not conversation, but those direct relationships, um, it's leading them to do very different things that maybe we didn't do in the past or our parents or our grandparents didn't do. So, you know, ultimately I see the black church as something that could be either or for some people, it is amazing. It's the thing that pushes them to do some amazing things in this world. And for other people, it's, they could see it as something that, um, holds them back because they may be yeah. so caught up in the religious aspects of it that they can't break outside of that and do some of the things that um, they're actually supposed to do. So, yeah. you know, again, there is no right or wrong in this conversation. Um, so I want to be clear about that, but yeah, I mean, do you have any, you know, final words regarding the topic? Um, um, before we I, I think back? just to like, even emphasize like what you were saying, uh, just now about you know sometimes the black the black church is a positive sometimes it's a negative like the cool part about that is that's church in general right mm-hmm. um you know as much as we want it to be for everybody it's not going to be for everybody like that's that's just how it goes like not everyone is going to buy in not not even about buying in but it's it's not going to have that same connection for everyone. so you mm-hmm. know i was talking to my pastor yesterday and he mentioned uh you know just a saying of like hey what works for you might not necessarily work for me, right? So, you know, what, for me, I, I think I can find salvation through, you know, going to church and attending and having that fellowship and things like that. Someone else might be like, you know what? I can do this at home and still, you know, find the salvation that I need, be at peace with myself that, hey, I'm doing the things the way that I believe I was taught or was called to do. So, yeah, then that's fine, you know? Like, I, I totally with it. <laughs> yeah. Totally with it for sure. Yeah, we probably got to do a part two at some point because... <laughs> There's yeah, a lot I, mean, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I, I have a question for you though. If, if yeah, it's yeah. Cool, and it doesn't have to take all day. Um, okay. Politically speaking, like when it comes to politics and things of that nature, mm-hmm. I personally dislike politics at church. And what I mean by that is 
Don't Tell Me Who to Vote For over the, um, you know, pulpit and they're at church. Like, don't advertise your political agenda at church is mm-hmm. one thing for me where I, I, I feel weird about it. I'm curious to see how you maybe feel about that. Hmm. Well, doesn't bother me, to be honest. I think, okay. you know, when... Well, I've been in situations where someone will come to church, like uh, someone's running for something, and I don't know who that person is, and they just like, run for me, I want to do these things, blah, 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 and that, mm-hmm. and it ends there, and then they, they leave. So that's very much, this is a political agenda. I don't even know what happened, but, you know, the pastor said that I need to vote for them, so I'm going to do it. I don't know if I agree <laughs> with that. Well, I know I don't agree yeah. with that. But when yeah. there is an opportunity for a pastor who is, you know, someone who is seen as a leader in their community and people trust, if that pastor is able to is able to give education, able to give the details into why a candidate or another candidate is best, or just giving the information in general, like vote for who you want to vote for, but here are some, you know, some truths about everyone. Um, yeah. Or I think, you know, if we're thinking about back in the day, um, doing a civil rights movement, I mean, voting was important. And there's so many things yeah. that people didn't know regarding um, the political part that they learned from church and members of church and not necessarily saying you're using Sunday service to do that, which is not a bad thing, but the church being more than a place of spirituality and, mm-hmm. you know, preaching, I'm all for that because we are, again, people who are dealing with many different things in our lives that affects our lives. So for the yeah. church, to me, to only focus on one part of that, um, I I think it's pretty limiting regard, or it's limiting in relationship to the influence that a pastor in a church can have over um can have over a church so yeah you know i'm all for you know those things but i I do think that it's important if you're going to bring politics into the space that there has been um some thought into it there's been explanation even if the pastor is like they know that this person is good i think it's important to share why and what does it mean to vote this person in and, and things like that? So I'm all for it, um, to be honest. Okay. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm down. Uh, for me personally, I just don't like the, I, I don't like the, the pushiness of it because mm-hmm. in most cases, like, like how you described where, you know, someone's like, Hey, uh, these are the truths about both candidates. You don't get that. You get the, Oh, well, this guy right here is the one you should just vote for. Right, mm-hmm. like this is the one I trust, and it's like, well, give me some information about the other guy too. Right, like I play both sides. Like, I want you to be a neutral party and just, or at least appear as a neutral party who you know can give me the truths about both sides. Because if not, then you're just the same like political pundit that I see like on the television or here on the radio and stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, you're catering well, I, to what I want to hear. You feel me? Yeah. Well, I would say like as far as pushing an agenda, I think it it's perspective. Because someone could say going to church is pushing some type of agenda. I don't think that's necessarily true, but 
I mean, depending on who you're talking to, they can think that. I mean, the pastor is preaching on whatever he wants to preach on or what he feels led to preach on. And the people receive that or they don't receive that. So, I mean, I think it just depends on the type of church, the type of trust you have in your pastor, maybe even the accessibility you have to them. Because I know with big, big churches, which we cannot, we don't have time to get into like mega churches or anything like that. But, yeah. you know, my relationship to a mega church pastor is going to be different than a, a church that may have, you know, 10 people or 20 people, whatever. So I think there's a lot of factors that goes into the trust part and the agenda part, because a lot of that is just contingent on like what you feel about the church in general, that specific church. So I get what you're saying, though, for sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like I said, just a question. That was a good question. <laughs> cool. Anything else you want to share before we move to the next segment? Uh, nah, I, I'm I'm good. I, I love that topic. Like I said, I can talk about it all day. It's it's been great. Um, hey. yeah. If anyone just wants to talk to me about it, hit me up. I'll I'll let you know the the dirty details about the black church. Yeah, I'm excited because we didn't like get too heated because I was I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. If we need to debate, okay. let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all love anyway, so it's cool. Yeah. Now that's a wrap. I'll talk to y'all next week. See you later, Tim. Right. Later. Bye, y'all.